Good evening. Good evening, family. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to our Wednesday night. And of course, we're taking this moment to celebrate the new year, you know, a little early. Uh, but uh, again, we do thank God just for his goodness. And I just want to, uh, we just begin to just set the atmosphere even now. So I pray that your day has been well, even if not, I'm telling you how it started will not be how it finished because the presence of the Lord is already among us. We're here gathered in his name. So I just want to encourage you now just to take a moment just to share, uh, uh, share, because I believe what God placed upon my heart to share uh, will be a blessing, will be challenging, will be strengthening, you know, at the same time and really just kind of set some direction and some course for, uh, you know, this this new year that is upon us. And so we do thank God. And even if we take a look back in this 2020 year, it has been one for the history books. Uh, there's been so many notable things, even from the beginning. And then, of course, we know in our nation, that's when things really just kind of shifted, uh, you know, in the month of March. And God just so would have it that, you know, we, we actually declared war without even fully knowing. Uh, but we just began to just bombard the atmosphere and prayer and, uh, you know, six days really concentrating and then just really just releasing the angels of God and, you know, just really contending in faith. And so he's been faithful. In the midst of everything that has been happening, you know, our God, you know, has been uh, faithful. So really, you know, I'm just highlighting his goodness even for, you know, the ministry. There's been several testimonies that we've received that have come in. You know, when I just look at, you know, just some of the categories, so to speak, of the testimonies that have come in. Uh, there have been testimonies of healing uh, that have taken place, several testimonies of healing. So come on, can we just thank God for just the different testimonies of healing, you know, that have taken place, people recovering from certain, uh, you know, ailments or surgeries and things of that nature. We've also had a testimony of just God's provision uh, financially. You know, we've had testimonies. I know we're included in this, my household included in this, uh, but just, uh, you know, debts being paid off. Come on, someone just lift up a shout of praise on the God for testimonies of debts that have been paid off this year. And I'm talking about even amongst our house, Abounding Grace Family Worship Center. And so, uh, you know, we've we've had uh, testimonies of um, positions being open, uh, you know, testimonies of people that have adapted, uh, you know, maybe doing one thing in person, but now doing more telecommuting. But still, you know, sales and commissions and increase has been taking place. And so we do thank God for that. Uh, so many different things that have been happening. And so we just lift up and celebrate the name of the Lord. Uh, one thing that we also did, you know, as a ministry, you know, we had the opportunity uh, to be able to start something new uh, in the fall, which was our winning communities. And so that was great. And we'll, we'll be picking that up again in the 2021 uh, new year as well. Uh, our winning community, for those that don't know, our winning community is our small group, which we spent 10 weeks just really focusing on the four keys to hearing the voice of God and really just talking about intimacy and hearing his voice and seeing him and journaling and, and just so many wonderful things spontaneous thoughts, really discerning how he's speaking. And so uh, it has just been awesome. And of course, there have been challenges. You know, we, uh, we don't make light of those or just overlook those. Uh, there have been challenges. There have been, uh, you know, I know, uh, you know, I'm sensitive to people that have lost loved ones, um, you know, this year. But we just believe, you know, as Paul said, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And so even Paul himself is like, look, I want to be with Jesus, but I also want to be with you as well, because uh, I feel that it'd be fruitful to you. Uh, but for those 
that have lost loved ones, you know, this year. Uh, we do cover you and pray that the Spirit of God just continues to comfort your heart. Uh, but then we also remember the good. You know, we, we, we remember the good and then we trust God uh, for those that have made the confession of salvation to Jesus Christ, that they're, they're actually in a better situation. Uh, they're living life eternally with Jesus. And honestly, that's, that's what we aspire to be. But in the meantime, while we are here on this earth, uh, there's been clarity. Many people have received clarity and God knows many things have been revealed. Many things are continuing to be exposed. And I believe some of these things are going to carry on, you know, into the new year as well. Uh, but again, you know, when we look back, we understand that God has been faithful. His character has been good. And even in the midst of things that have been shaken, because there's been a whole lot of shaking that is going on. We know that we have something, uh, you know, on the inside of us, which is his kingdom, which he says that is unshakable. And so, uh, you know, there's this song that was just really stirred upon my heart that I would just want to just kind of set, you know, atmosphere just for praise and worship. And it just says one thing remains. We're going to do something a little bit different because I want you all to be able to sing along with me. But for those who don't know the lyrics, we're actually going to uh, present the lyrics before you. So you're not going to see me, but you're going to be able to see the lyrics. And then we're just going to worship God together because it says your love never fails. It never gives up. It never runs out on me. And come on, how many of y'all know that God's love still remains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, we thank you for your love, God. Even before we sing to you, God, we just welcome your presence by your spirit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, and we do honor you, God. We honor you from wherever people are watching, God. Collectively, in the spirit, we unite. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we unite, God. And we just desire, Lord, to worship you together, Father. So I just thank you, Lord, that hearts are aligned and just clear right now. Lord, even as we celebrate you, God, and even as we just celebrate um, just your presence being with us, God, you have not forsaken us even in this 2020 year. And we thank you, Lord, that your love never fails. It never gives up and it never runs out on us, God. And we just want to bless you uh, with this song. And we pray that you just receive it from our hearts in Jesus name. Amen. Join along with me. Hallelujah.
about to say. You can just keep singing your song to him. You are good, Lord. You're good, Lord. You're good, Lord. <laughs> oh, you love, you love, you love, you love, you love, you love. Yes, God, we bless you for your love. We bless you for your love. We bless you for your love. It's something, you know, even as we, we were just singing that song and even as we were lifting that, that up, one thing that I just remembered as well, just some other the testimonies that have come in. And this one is just kind of, you know, it just touches my heart. But just the people that have had testimonies of the encounters of the Lord. People, you know, that have reported just talking about how God has been in the midst of them and even some things that they weren't able to do before, even physically, that the presence of the Lord came in so strong in their home by themselves and their home by themselves. And just the heat and fire of God just flooded their environment and flooded their bodies to the point because, you know, we had some time where we were just talking about just meet him on the floor and we were just laying prostrate and, and someone, you know, reported that they weren't able to do that before that time. But because of their just just pressing and having a heart to be able to do that and, and God honored their request and they were able to, uh, you know, just really press in and and, and, and God just shows up and people have, again, just been having encounters of the Lord as well. So God has been so faithful and he's been so good to us this year come on if you just take a moment you just take a moment of course there have been trials but there have been triumphs 
the triumphs. And I just decree and declare and believe and say that the triumphs have been greater, that the triumphs have been greater. So, Father, we bless you for this 2020 year, God. Even as we look back, we say, you've been faithful, faithful to me. Yeah. Come on. Somebody can sing that. <laughs> yeah. So we do honor his presence in Jesus' name. My goodness. And, you know, we are excited because here's another thing. We talked about winning community that launched in the fall, but another thing that launched as a ministry as well, our Kingdom Warrior Institute. Glory to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we just renamed, but it's our uh, a School of the Warrior 2.0. And so there's some great things, you know, just coming up for 2021 as well. And so we've started some things. God, God had us, you know, uh, just even in that last quarter. Think about it. Come on, Abounding Grace. Even in the last quarter, this last quarter of 2020, the things that have taken place, the things that have been started, the things that have been launched. You know, we were able to do a season of giving in a different format. But I tell you what, I just believe even this third year of the season of giving, and I thank God for uh, those that spearheaded and led it. But I, I'm telling you, it was just a different form of ministry. We were actually able to pray for people and really minister to people uh, like never before uh, the previous two years. So we do thank God for that. And of course, there's things that we learn and we take notes that we'll continue to grow from and improve upon it because, you know, we want to continue to operate in our core value of truth, integrity, excellence, and relationship. And we want to, and we're going to continue to, we want to, and we're going to keep continuing to reach, build, train, and send. Amen. And so all of this is happening, but we thank God for his goodness, you know, just even as a ministry, just to let you know, I'm not having notes. This is all just in my heart. You know, uh, you know, God just kind of had me off these notes these past couple of times here. But, you know, thank God just even for the seeds, just to let you know, the seeds that we've been able to bless you know, other ministries uh, with, you know, think about the seeds because, uh, you know, if you don't know, you heard about it for our Christmas conversation. But, you know, we sow into Israel. We sow into the nation of Israel, not just prayers, but as a ministry, we sow financially and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We also sow into the nation of India. You know, we've partnered, for those that don't know, we partnered with Calvary Faith of Ministries and Reverend Apostle Ellis Williams and, you know, his ministry and planning. And so we continue to cover uh, India you know, in prayer because, you know, there's some persecution going on. But, you know, we know as we, if there's any pressure that happens to the church, come on, we press in and we know that there's going to be a, a flourishing of the gospel and revival like never before. And uh, just a little side note, uh, uh, the Apostle Tom, Thomas, you remember Doubting Thomas? You know, many theologians and historians say that he was the, the one to kind of blaze a trail uh, for the gospel in India. And so uh, that seed remains and it's continuing to go forth. And so we sow, um, uh, we, 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 we've, we've sowed into, you know, widows and into children and into churches. Uh, some people might not know this. We actually, uh, 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 you know, a few years ago, you know, raised some funds and were able to help uh, provide for the building of a church as well as, you know, other things, uh, the furnishings, you know, in, in, in India as well, too. So we thank God for all of these seeds that have been planted uh, and the things that have been released. 
but uh, there's going to be some fruit that even comes forth on, on, on our behalf. So if you sowed in prayer, you sowed financially, just be in expectation. Amen. Just be in expectation, even for this upcoming year. And I know different people have just sown some things even this year. Just quietly. And I just want to let you know that that seed is supernatural and God has not forgotten the things that you've done in the secret place. Yeah. The things that you've done in the secret place, uh, for those that just do things with a pure heart, God's going to reward you openly. Amen. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so excited just even about this word that we have, you know, for tonight. But I believe, you know, it'll be, uh, you know, a continuation for some things that we will step into in this 2021 year. Uh, and and, it, and it honestly, you know, I believe it was something that God spoke to me, and I'll share a little bit specifically what that was, you know, to my heart uh, about a, oh, maybe a week, maybe a little over a week ago. And then if you weren't with us or you haven't heard the podcast from this past uh, Sunday from Apostle Harry Jones um, talking about the zone, then I want to encourage you, go take a moment and listen to that message. It was very powerful. It was very apostolic, and it was even prophetic as well. And I mentioned to it, you know, when I was closing out the service on this past Sunday, but it really, that was a word that was confirmation to what God placed upon my heart. And so just hearing that word from our apostle, you know, founder, overseer, you know, of the ministry, and I'm like, man, God, this, this is something uh, that he's setting us up for. And so just know this, that you are being set up for good by the Lord, and don't even worry about the stuff that the enemy tries to set you up for. Because what God's setting you up for is greater. So someone just say, I am being set up for greater. Yeah, I am being set up for this zone. And so what, if you haven't seen the thumbnail, uh, you kind of hear it in the song. Uh, we talked about the name of that song is called uh, One Thing Remains. And then tonight's message is titled This One Thing. Somebody just say this one thing. This one thing. And so we're going to go. Uh, and it's going to be a line upon line. I'm still still in that zone of line upon line right now. Uh, but we're going to be in the book of Philippians chapter 3. The book of Philippians chapter 3. So I'm just saying ahead of time, and I'll say it at the end, you know, Happy New Year. We don't have to wait for January 1st to, to really kind of start treading some ground and uh, making preparation. And as a matter of fact, Apostle already encourages us that on uh uh, this past Sunday as well, that we don't have to wait. So we're already in this zone. And so what, what tonight is, let me just kind of set you up because we're going to continue on actually, you know, in this new month of January, just really just uh, just emphasizing and, and drilling in and laying over, just talking about unity and focus and focus and unity and unity and focus and focus and unity. And you see how I'm repeating this, right? Unity and focus and focus and unity. The reason why, because uh, this is one thing that it kind of came to me, is we're in the Hebrew year of 5781, and on the Gregorian calendar, we're in the year 2021. So somebody just put up one finger right now. We got this one thing that we sung about. We got this zone that Apostle preached, and then if you take off the Z in zone, what do you have? One. One, one. So we're going to kind of see some things here, and God's really just going to open up some stuff. Uh, you know, one thing that I believe, I'm going to just tell you ahead of time, one thing that I believe that God says, even as, we, as we're uh, getting into this, that there's going to be some stuff that's just going to be broken off. Some people are going to be catapulted in, and it's just going to be a greater, somebody say, focus, greater focus. So, so here we go. This is uh, to a letter that Paul wrote. Now, Paul is in prison at this time. 
This is a letter that Paul wrote to the church of Philippi. And if you know about Paul, remember how he was on his way to persecute the church, right? And then he receives what many call the Macedonian call. And so uh, this church at Philippi, who he's writing a letter to, is very near and dear to his heart because this uh, was actually the first church that, you know, he planted in Macedonia. And so uh, we're, we're going to uh, see here, and I'm just going to read verses 1 through 16. That'll be the focus of our, uh, our, our word tonight. And really tonight is just kind of like an introduction to really set some things up uh, for where we are going. But, you know, I, I believe that the Lord just kind of shows some things, and I'm like, man, God, this is so good. This is so good. So here we go. This one thing, this one thing. Finally, as a matter of fact, I'm reading from the King James Version tonight. I got the King James Version tonight here. So let me take one more sip because we, we're getting ready to go in here. All right, here we go. Finally, my brethren. Uh, finally, my brethren. As a matter of fact, let me just kind of share this just a little bit. This is just such an intimate letter because, you know, this church of Philippi, they're, they're very, you know, different. And again, they're special to Paul's heart. Uh, you know, they supported him financially. Uh, they did so many things. And so, you know, when, when he was writing, even if you just read the whole, uh, you know, four chapters that are in this book, it is loaded. It is loaded. Uh, but you just really hear the passion that he has for this, this people in the city of Philippi. And, you know, he so loves them. And so, but there were some things that, you know, had tried to creep in, uh, but, you know, he begins to write to them, you know, in this part, just to really encourage and strengthen them. So he says, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you, to write the same things to you, to me indeed is not grievous, but for you, it is safe. And so, uh, you know, let me just kind of stop right there when he says to write the same things to you, to to, to me, indeed, is not grievous, but for you, it is safe. Let me just encourage somebody right now, especially for leaders or even parents, whatever the case may be. When you see Paul says, hey, you know, to write the same things to you, it's not grievous to me. So guess what? Some things you might have to repeat and some things you might have to say again. And you might have to say again. And here's the thing. I'm just letting some people know ahead of time that this month we're going to be saying some things again and again and again. And guess what? It's not going to be grievous to me. Let me encourage some parents right now. Guess what? Don't allow it to be grievous to you because this is, this is the thing. This is part of helping people to stay on track. This is part of helping people to stay on track because we're going to see in verse 2 the reason why we have to say some things again, the reason why we have to write some things again, the reason why even God spoke some things again and again through different times and places to make sure that people stay in line either from place to place or from generation to generation. And so that's why we thank God for the prophetic voices uh, that bring people back to divine alignment and original intent and purposes of God. Come on. Yeah. All right. So here we go. To write the same things to you, to me indeed is not grievous. So somebody to say it is not grievous to me. The reason why, because we're caring about other people. So he says this, but for you, it is safe. Verse two, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. So leaders repeat things, so things stay in focus, but the enemy wants you out of focus. And so these dogs that he was talking about here, these evil workers, were these people um, that were the religious, religious people, um, and they just had the outward piety. They weren't religious or, or had the righteousness on the inside, but they, 
They were just, you know, just commanding people, these Jews commanding people, hey, we know that you're Gentiles, uh, but if you really want to be a part of the kingdom of God, then what you have, you have to be circumcised. And Paul says, no, 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 you don't have to be circumcised on the outward. No, so, so he says, look, don't be bound up. Don't get caught up in the snare of those people. Don't get caught up in some of the, uh, uh, the, the, the marks and, you know, their external resume, so to speak, that they say that you have to have to be pleasing to God. Verse 3, so he lets them know, for we are the circumcision. And that circumcision means something inward, which is a set-apart marking, a cutting away just as far as for uh, the identity of God's people. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit. So this is a spiritual thing. We worship God how? In the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. So don't put any confidence in your flesh. Though I might, so Paul's telling this, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof, he might trust in the flesh, I more. So now Paul begins to say, look, don't have any confidence in the flesh. Don't have any, oh, so cool maha. Mm. And so we've seen this this year, that there's been a fight for, for, for cultural identity. There's been a fight for rights here and rights there. And I've kind of talked about this, so I'm not going to say a whole lot about it. Uh, but you just kind of seen these external things that, that people have fought for and tangled over this year. And Paul says, hey, you know what? Look, we are of the circle. In other words, if anybody, this is what he's getting ready to say, if anybody has a right to speak up and to hold on and to proclaim and to lift up a banner of what things might look like externally, he says, I do. And so he begins to share uh, just from the outward appearance, just the prestige and the level that he could claim that he had. And so verse five, he says, I was circumcised the eighth day. Which is, uh, which is important because, you know, Jesus was as well, uh, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel. So he was circumcised the eighth day. That's one mark. Of the stock of Israel. That's mark number two saying, look, I'm a, I'm a Jew. Of the tribe of Benjamin. That's a third mark. A Hebrew of the Hebrews. That's a fourth mark. As touching the law. He says a Pharisee. In other words, people that think that they're following the law, they don't follow the law the way that Pharisees do. And, and, and they don't. Pharisees were very stringent and very religious people. And they were like over 600 laws uh, that they were supposed to supposed to follow. But, you know, Paul's just saying, look, as touching the law, I was a Pharisee. He says, look, you want to talk about zeal? Verse six. You want to talk about zeal? I was persecuting the church. And if you want to talk about touching righteousness, which is in the law, then Paul says, look, I was blameless. So if there was any righteousness that was to be found by following the laws, um, outwardly, then Paul says, look, I was blameless. He's like, I did it all to a T. But verse 7, this is so strong right here. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Meaning all that stuff might be good on the outside, but those things I counted lost for Christ. I counted lost for Christ. My goodness. And so he's saying all that stuff might seem good for the outward appearance. If it was to supposed to be men that were to make a judgment, then, hey, I would get kudos. I would get thumbs up. I would get applause all the way around. But he says, look, to me, in comparison to Christ, all of that that seems gained, you know what? I count that as loss 
meaning that means absolutely nothing to me. And so when you think about this, uh, you know, you think about some of the stuff that people say, oh, you should have done this, oh, you should have done this, and they're trying to start to go through. Uh, my goodness. Yeah, let me just go ahead and say it now. They might try to say, uh, man, you should have met this mark this year. And even though there have been chains and trials and challenges, you should have done this, 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 this. You should have had this type of resume. And some people might even feel under the pressure uh, from the judgment of men thinking that they need to have a certain resume. And let me just tell you right now, um, what Paul is saying is like, look, all that can be okay on one side, but really in comparison to Christ, then it's really a loss. It means nothing in comparison to Christ. And so verse 8, he says, Yea, doubtless, or for indeed, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, <laughs> that I may win Christ. So think about it. He says, not only do I count these as lost, but now I count them as like rubbish. They mean nothing to me. And again, he had every reason to be prideful. He had prideful. He had every reason to be prideful in where he was born, in the, in the, in the, in the way that he was trained in his religious training. Uh, you know, everything that, that looked like the mark of success. That's what we call, in essence, if we can parallelize, the mark of success can almost be like that outward circumcision. But if we don't have success as it pertains to what Christ has defined, and we're going to see this, what Christ has defined, then guess what? Then this year and the things that you feel like that you may have achieved for eternal value, it means nothing. And so we're going to get into this zone in just a little bit, but I just want to let some people know uh, uh, to, to reset some things. Because remember, this has been a reset this year, right? This has been a reset. This, that's why there has been a shaking. Because many people, even religious people, Many people, even religious people, have had these markers and had these kind of tally marks as far as for what success looks like in ministry or have, had, or have had these tally marks as far as for what success might look like personally. And so Paul had these kind of marks on the outwards. He was like, look, I'm the stock of this. I'm, I'm of the tribe of Benjamin. I got, I got all these marks. I got all these bars. But in comparison... Guess what? He says, all of that means nothing. And in other words, my identity is not wrapped up in this. My identity, who I am, it, it counts for nothing if, if it, it eternally. Woo! It's strong, but it is so true. And so the reason why, because, again, we're getting into this zone, and, and I'm gonna get, we're going to get to that in just a little bit, but I just this, this whole point, is important. This whole part here is important for what we're going to get to. And so this kind of really resets some things for us individually and resets some things for us as the church. So that way we get off of some of the marks that people says, because this, this is one thing that, that I realized uh, that many people got up in the competition and try to one up one another and try to mark, mark. And especially with, you know, I talk about, you know, social media and, and things of that nature and influencing and all that type of stuff. And we, you know, we've talked about all that. But Paul says, look, I count that all of that is rubbish. All of that is rubbish in comparison. You can have a million, 10 million followers, guess what? It's rubbish. You can have a, 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 a 10,000, uh, church uh, uh, members, 40,000 church members, guess what? It, if you're just looking at it numerically, it's rubbish. You could go to the most prestigious, you know, institutions and seminaries or work at the most prestigious company. Guess what? 
In comparison, it means nothing. And so I think some things definitely got shifted this year because people had plans as far as what they were going to do to be successful. And so now some things had to be redefined if you were perceptive of it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And so it has been a reset for a good reason. Reset so that way some things can be, be redefined and we can get our perspective and our sight in the right direction in this quote-unquote 2020 year, right? <laughs> so here we go. So he says, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Some people lost some things this year. But guess what? I do count them but dung. Because even Paul, guess what? He lost that quote-unquote prestigious ranking because of Christ. There was persecution. Of course, he had all, all, all this rank, so to speak, in religiosity. But because of his pursuit and passion of Jesus, people, people will look at him funny now. But he says, you know what? All that is lost. It doesn't even matter. That prestige, that status, you know, from, from, from that people, it's rubbish. It's dung. And dung, I mean, dung is like, you know, even stinky as well, too. Verse 9, that I may win Christ. And then he says, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Now, here we go. Here we go. Verse 10. You want to know what success is? This is a big part right here. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. I got to ask you a question right here this 2020 year. You can look back and see some of the things that you, quote unquote, may have accomplished or may not have accomplished. But this is the question. Have you known him better? Has there been a difference? Has there been a depth that has taken place? Has there been another level of intimacy that you've experienced? My God. And so even when I look back on over my, my 2020 year, of course, there were some things where if you just look at it from just a goal perspective, and I thank God for those things, you know, some things that I kind of stumbled across, stumbled across and, you know, wound up happening. It was by the grace of God. But the thing that I appreciate, I was like, God, you know what? There's been a greater depth. There's been a greater level of enjoying and hearing you and perceiving and understanding a little bit more and even a lot more about who you are. And there's still so much more to go. But even more for, for who I am and you as well, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship. This doesn't get preached a whole lot. And the fellowship of his sufferings <laughs> being made conformable unto his death. People sometimes when they hear stuff like this, it's like la, 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 la. No, get to the good part. <laughs> this is the good part. Knowing him is the good part. Coming in contact with the power of his resurrection is the great part. Yeah, yeah. Fellowshipping, even with the sufferings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to be like Jesus, then this is a part of it. Oh, my God. Because some people suffered some things this year. But guess what? It counts for something in the kingdom. Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, but it is so good. Yeah, we're going to preach this Bible. Being made conformable unto his death, verse 11, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. So it doesn't just stop there, but it's this resurrection, it's this life, it's this raising up. <laughs> 
Glory to God. And then verse 12, here we go. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. And so Paul is saying, it's like, look, there's some things that I'm in pursuit of and I haven't even obtained it yet. But guess what? I am after it. This is one thing. My goodness. This is one thing I so appreciate about our overseers, the founders of this ministry. And, and, and I know it is a grace that everybody I'm telling you that you can lay hold of that is available. They've tapped into some things, uh, but they have a continual pursuit. They have a continual pursuit. And so me as a, as, as a young person, yeah, I'm young at 43. Me as a young person, that's something that I can look to, you know, as an example. And, you know, Paul talks about, you know, follow my example in these later verses. But we can look to that pursuit, that jovialness. But still that thing is like, look, there's some things that I've accomplished. There's some things that I've experienced from God and God. And we know that they, they have a weight, you know, in their ministry as well. But here's the thing. They're not satisfied. In other words, they still have that pursuit. And so Paul, Paul the Apostle, woo, who had written so many letters and done so many things and planted so many ministries. Here he's writing to his first church, so to speak, writing to his first church while he is in prison. Come on, you got to understand this. This isn't an uncomfortable situation in which he's writing. He is in prison writing this letter, still encouraging other people, saying it's like, look, there's some things, all that stuff that has happened. All these things that you know have known about me, I count them as dumb. But I just want to let you know, even while I'm still in prison, there are some things that I haven't even obtained yet that I'm still after. He's like, look, I'm fellowshipping with his sufferings right now. He's encouraging them in, 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 in earlier chapters. Don't even be ashamed of my, my chains. Matter of fact, some people became even more bold because of his imprisonment. Mm. Because of his persecution, the church... Uh, you know, got even stronger. But he says, look, there's still some things that I haven't even apprehended. And some of the stuff that Christ has apprehended for me, that's what I'm after. So somebody just let Jesus know right now, Jesus, all that you've apprehended for me, God, I've wanted. I'm after it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is why there's been a reset. This is why there's been a shaking. So that way God is saying, hey, I need this eye contact. I need you looking in my eyes. I need you fixed and gazed upon me. So even as, even as we're going through the scripture, I just want you to hear that this isn't just regular, regular, uh, uh, just, just regular run of the mill, just kind of reading through scripture. But there was a passion. There was a fire that is burning on the inside of Paul that we are even receiving right now. I'm telling you, uh, yeah, yeah. So someone just say that I received that right now. It, ooh, <laughs> yeah. So I got to say it again. Not as though I had already attained. Come on, let there be a fire. Yeah, let me just say that right now. Let there be a fire just, uh, just, just caught and lit on the inside of you right now in the name of Jesus that you just pursue. That it's just a hunger, that it's just a passion. You know, Apostle talked about this this past Sunday about, you know, that it, you know, it takes a pressing in. Yeah, and we're going to continue on in that. But I'm telling you that even before... Uh, this January 1st comes that it's just like, man, you know, we, 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 we're already in there. 
Oh, yeah, no, no, no. We are already in there. And so he says, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. First, verse 13. And this is the kicker kicker right here. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. And this is the title tonight. But this one thing I do. Somebody just say right now, this one thing. Say it again. This one thing. Let me take another sip. This one thing I do. This is the zone right here. This is another part of the zone. This one thing I do. Ah, randeko. Forgetting those things which are behind. And some people are like, look, this 2020 year, this is going to be easy for me to do. Some people might say that. Some people are like, man, I want to forget this year. But no, but regardless, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. So now, let me just say that one more time. Brethren, I count not myself have apprehended, but this one thing, this one thing I do. So now, here's where the rubber meets the road even for us this year, and this is where there's going to be such a focus and such a unity, and this is one thing that I'm just going to keep repeating over and over, that I'm going to be saying the same things to you, and it's not going to be grievous. That, and I'm just, okay, so this is what God spoke to my heart uh, last week, and I just kind of heard it just as plain as day, and then for Apostle to talk about the zone, I was like, man, God, you're serious about this. I heard him say this, and I believe I heard him speak this to my heart. And I'm just sharing this because I know it's not just me, but it's just for us. And, I'm, and I don't believe I'm the only one saying this as well. But I just haven't heard anyone say this. But I'm going to bless you with focus this year. That's what I heard. I'm going to bless you with focus this year. I'm going to bless you with focus. Oh, yeah, and we're going to, you know, just really unpack that. But just even under the hearing of that, somebody to say, Lord, I receive that in the name of Jesus. And so there's a depth to this because I'm not just talking about the psycho uh, kind of talk as far as for just, just focus and concentration, even though that is a part of it. But I'm talking about it's another spiritual depth, it's another spiritual aspect. And then even as we understand the depth in which, which Holy Spirit has inspired Paul to write this while in prison, for him to say, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And he's saying this, I can't emphasize this enough, he's saying this in the most uncomfortable situation. In the most uncomfortable situation. Guess what? Some people made some major mistakes this year. If you ask God and you repent, I think that's key. If you repent, then, then guess what? It's under the blood. And forgetting those things which are behind, this one thing I do, this one thing I do. So let me just kind of lay some emphasis on that because Apostle talked about, uh, you know, being in the zone. And I believe Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. Look, I'm going to bless you with focus this year. I can't, uh, you know, even after this past service on this past Sunday, one thing I was telling Apostle, I was like, look, you know, I heard, I heard it before, but I never heard him share um, uh, about that baseball experience of hitting for the cycle like the way I heard it this past Sunday. And maybe because God was already laying some, some groundwork for me already, talking about I'm going to bless you with focus this year. But I need to repeat, for some people that have not heard, you'll hear it at the beginning of his message, uh, but he hit for something while he was a baseball player in college, he hit for something called the cycle. And the cycle is when you get, you know, four at-bats, you know, if, if the game allows that. 
then you hit for first base, you get on first base. Then the next time you're up at bat, you get on second base. The next time you're at bat, you get on third base. And then the next time you're at bat, you hit a home run. And so he did that. But then the home run he hit wasn't just a regular home run. He hit a grand slam, meaning that the bases were loaded. There were already men on first, second, and third base. And so when he gets up to bat, he hits a home run and brings everybody home, including himself. There's so much to that. We might, we might circle back around and talk about that because I thought that was just prophetic. Uh, that means a whole lot. But it was a grand slam. And so I believe we, especially as a ministry, and if you're just hearing, then, I, then you can be included in this as well, that we're, we're coming up on a grand slam season. Glory to God. Glory to God. But it was such a unique thing. And here's the thing, as he shared that, and I'm just listening, and then afterwards, I'm like, what amazes me about that is by the fact that they still kept pitching to him. <laughs> they still kept throwing to him, thinking that they, were, they had a chance, they had a possibility of getting him out. But he got into such a zone, he got into such a focus that he was un it was unstoppable. It was unstoppable. And so just think about that for a moment. What has the enemy tried to throw at you this year? What did he try to throw at you this year? And here God got you on first base the first quarter of the year. And here God got you on second base the second quarter of the year. Here God got you on third base the quarter of the year. And the fourth quarter, I'm just even thinking for even my own family, it's like, man, you know, God blessed us for us to hit a grand slam uh, this past week and be able to send off and pay off. Pay off our debts. Glory to God. My goodness. The zone is on. <laughs> I know it don't sound right, but just somebody to say the zone is on. This one thing, this one thing. So I believe now that God is just going to bless not just me, but bless us with the focus this year. So let me just speak to you just individually for a moment. And we'll talk about this a whole lot more. But remember how in verse 2, how Paul said, beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers. One thing I say this, that the enemy will definitely try to come to distract you. And we've seen distractions here and there like never before. Uh, but not you. Not this year, not this season. Come on. There's going to be a blessing. And you, even when you think about it, there's so many things uh, that society uh, has developed to lessen our, our attention span. And now all of a sudden we hear like never before, we've never heard it before, but ADHD and, and, and all that type of stuff. And I just believe this, uh, that God, I just believe that he spoke to my heart. And he's like, look, even as I'm ministering through you and others about focus and unity, that even some of those diagnoses, diagnoses are going to be broken off in the name of Jesus. So, so some places where there's been disharmony, that there's going to be um, reconciliation in the name of Jesus. Come on, even some of that stuff can might even be taking place, even as I'm just even speaking these things out. There's stuff that's already going before us. <laughs> so that way, when you step up to the plate, it'll just be a grand slam, because guess what? What he's placed on the inside of you, that kingdom, that anointing, that grace, it is unstoppable. But we have to make sure that we zero in on the one thing. On the one thing. And the temptation is to go after the many things. No, 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 no. There's a one thing. There's a one thing that's like that first domino that really just kind of knocks down and, and, and allows some other things, allows some other things to happen. And of course, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of, you know, sh share over, over these next over these next weeks about that. But I'm telling you again, somebody to say this one thing I do. 
this one thing I do. You know, I just had a moment just even just, uh, you know, talking with my wife because this is, uh, you know, just and we were just talking. And I was like, OK, babe, if it was just one thing this year upcoming, if it's just one thing, of course, there's a whole bunch of stuff, whole bunch of stuff. But no, what is the one thing, the primary thing that'd be like, ah, yeah, this year? Yep, that was it. And so we began to talk about that. And it's like, hey, you know what? That's going to be the focus. That's going to be the focus. And, of course, there's some things, you know, for, for the ministry as well. But I was like, even before we get to that, this, just, just you and I, what's the one thing? What's the one thing? And there's some stuff I'll share for the ministry because, uh, you know, some things as far as what we'll be focusing on. But I just say, again, just you individually, the one thing. Have a moment, if you haven't already, to hear God. It's like, God, I thank you, Lord. What is that one thing to be able to touch and impact people? Because, again, Paul was actually connecting this. He was like, look, I'm forgetting those things which are behind, but this is part of the one thing that I do. And he's writing to a people. And Paul already knew that he had a designation for a people. He knew that he was called and set and ordained to be one to proclaim the gospel to those who were not born Jews. You know, he had his thing. Jesus, Jesus was so focused. Jesus was focused. We'll, we'll have a time to look at that. Nehemiah was focused. We'll have a time where we look at that. David even talked about this one thing I desire of the Lord. The one thing. So someone could just say, Lord, I thank you for just showing me this one thing that I can just begin to focus and zero in on. Because we can be distracted from a lot of good, but God says, no, 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 this one thing. So again, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And some of those things that we forget could be even the good things. But we got to forget those things which are behind. And reaching forth unto those things which are before. This has been a year like never before where we've had to adapt and do some things differently. And guess what? Some of those things that we may have done for years, this year we had to forget them. And guess what now? Those things that we've had to forget and unlearn and learn some new things from this year, 2021, we cannot possibly go back to those things. We have to forget those things which are behind. Guess what? Ministries, churches, people have to change how they do things. So that way they can really get into the zone of what God is doing in the now. Those things have had their seasons, but it is ended. You know, even when I think back uh, uh, for the New Year's Eve uh, word that God placed upon my heart last year and even into January, just talking about the ending of cycles. Who knew? I went back and listened to a message in, in January talking about completing cycles. Who knew so many things would be upset like this and that there would be a completion of some old things and even some industries will never come back the way they've come back before. The way some people have done ministry will never do, they will never come back and, and do ministry. Guess what? We got to forget those things which are behind. No, 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 no. And then we have to get into the zone and we have to stay in the zone. And part of that zone is just that one thing. This is the thing that I think about even when you're playing baseball. You got one pitch coming at you. And one thing that I do understand about baseball is you have to have your eyes on that ball. <laughs> and you have to have what they call that hand-eye coordination. And then this is another thing that I know, because, of course, I wasn't at the level of a possible. But, you know, I, you know I, I, well, yeah, so I understand this. It's like, man, you got to turn it over quick, too. You have to have the right timing. You have to have the right step. 
Everything has to be timed up for you to be able to make contact and send that ball out of the park. But you have to be focused. And here's one thing that the enemy will try to do. The enemy will try to throw some things at your head to get you off your spot. That's what pitchers do because they have a place where they want to throw. And so they try to throw things to get you off your spot. And so the enemy will try to throw some stuff. Man, I think about just even how the enemy try to attack, you know, attack some people in dreams to get them off their spot. But it's like, no, 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 no. Enemy, I, I, I caught what you try to do there. No, I'm covered. I'm in the blood of Jesus. And, I, and it, <laughs> this is so cool about it. This is when you are in the zone, the enemy know he can't touch you in the daytime. So he'll try to come at you at night. But guess what? When you when you are in the zone, when you are focused or, and you, when you are stuck on this one thing and you are just really locked in about knowing Jesus. Guess what? The presence of the Lord will even show up in your gene, in your dreams and you can kick the enemy's butt even in your sleep. Why? Because your spirit is still awake. And that spirit is still going. So even in your unconscious state, the spirit of God on the inside of you is like, man, nope. I'm still showing you and you can still speak some things even in your dream. Why? Because now you've become unstoppable. Woo! Daytime or having a night vision. It's unstoppable. My goodness. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things, so somebody just say, goodbye world, I say no love. I don't even remember the lyrics right now. (laughs) I made up my mind to go God's way. But anyways, we're forgetting those things which are behind. (laughs) That's the point. So I just got to kind of emphasize that for somebody that's just saying, it's like, man, I wish things would go back to normal. Let me just tell you right now, it's not. It's not going to go back. And guess what? You're not going to go back. Somebody just say, I am not going back. Oh, some relationships this year, guess what? You got to forget those things which are behind. Some of those things may have been a good thing, but it was a distracting thing. (laughs) Some of those things you got to forget. Why? Because it takes you off of knowing him and the power of the resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and and, and attaining what Christ has apprehended for you. Oh, come on, come on. But this one thing, but this one thing, and if that one person gets you off the one thing, then you have to move that person or you have to move from that situation. Somebody to say again, no, but this one thing, and guess what? There's going to be such a grace on this. There's going to be such a grace for you to focus. Many people talked about 2020 and vision and things of that nature, but, man, you could have vision, but if you don't have focus, then that vision doesn't really help. There's people that can see, but they can't see clearly. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God. So God, we thank you, Lord, for the focus on the one thing. And so what God will begin to do, and I just believe that he'll just begin to just begin to highlight. Because here's the thing about it. The way Paul says, it is not grievous for me to write the same things to you. I already know some stuff that people have written down year after year as a quote-unquote goal. Year after year in a journal. Some things that God has spoken year after year that keeps coming back around, that keeps coming back around. I'm telling you, this year is going to be that one thing and it's going to be a grace for you to focus. Some people maybe got off focus, 
over the years, and, and maybe it's, that's why the, the fullness and the fruit hasn't taken place. But other people, it just needed time to just kind of just incubate and just kind of bake a little bit more. So God just kept um, allowing that seed to germinate, and, and, and we had to die to some of the old things and some of the desires and some of the stuff that we may have felt, uh, felt were righteous and some of the stuff that we felt like may have been pleasing to men as far as for marks of success. And God says, hey, you know what? No, I need you to scratch all of that type of stuff because some people may have had the motivation of, of proving to other people, uh, yeah, I can be successful and try to prove something to the naysayers. That God says, hey, you know what? That's not even going to be your motivation. Some people have the motivation, man, you know, I'm going to prove them wrong and give God glory. No, that's not even the motivation. Forget those things. Forget that which is behind. No, 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 no. His glory is his glory is his glory. Glory to God. I count, my, count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. So it's an action. It's an action. So somebody has to finally, and you will, come up off of just thinking about something, come up off of just researching about something, and guess what? You're going to be doing. You're going to be doing. This year, you're going to be doing. This month. And there's a grace for it. Somebody just say, Lord, I'll receive the grace right now for this one thing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have, it ain't just going to be my voice just emphasizing this one, one thing because I know some other people have some graces, you know, as well. But it's going to be drilled in and it's being drilled in right now. The one thing that we do and you have to forget those things which are behind and reach forward. Reaching forward is something that is not a comfortable thing to do. When you reach, that means that it's a stretching. Yeah, it's a stretching. And so this is, this is what came about. I had to write this down. It's a couple of things that I wanted to be able to write down. Uh, this one thing does not come, check this out, this one thing does not come without suffering. <laughs> yeah, this one thing does not come without suffering. But focusing will result in the blessing of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And we're going to read that next, but I need to say that again. This one thing does not come without suffering, but focusing will result in the blessing of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So here we go, verse 14. Let me read 13 one more time. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. So God's got some things before you even in this season. But guess what? You got to come out of from where you are and reach forth. You got to reach forth. And then verse 14, he says this. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. So it's not just no average thing. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And so he says, look, I am reaching forth that which is before me, and I press, I press, I press. Apostle shared this. He says, look, you know, look, this is a press. Being in this zone, you know, it comes upon us, but guess what? There's still some effort. There's still something as far as for that focusing, and guess what? This is what we're already in right now. You have to press in. There is going to be uncomfortability, but then that uncomfortability begins to build some things on the inside of you and on the inside of me, and it, begins, and it, be, and it builds a strength. Yeah, and that's why it's like, no, we're we not going to let up on this this year because we're going to be in this one thing and, of course, that main one thing is, is knowing him. <laughs> That's the ultimate main one thing, knowing him and him knowing us. And then he begins to speak to us 
and to assign us and bring clarity and focus to the one thing as far as for the purpose and, and that which we are, we are pressing in for. But again, that's a part of that high calling. But we press into him first, and then he begins to speak to us uh, the, the right mark. Remember how we talked about the outward circumcision and the marks that other people try to define and saying, no, you need to try to achieve this mark. You need to try, try to achieve this mark. No, we are forgetting those things. And we are pressing toward the mark for the prize, and this is the prize, of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's where success is. If you want to talk about this year, you want to talk about success for this decade or the five-year plan and all this type of stuff, if it doesn't include this, then it is not successful eternally. It's, it's, it's fake gold. <laughs> it has no weight. It has no value when it gets put upon the scale. It has no worth or it has no strength when it gets judged by fire. Come on, this, this is eternity we're talking about here. We press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I want to share a perspective, you know, that I heard, and this was so good for me. You know, I heard this from, from Bill Johnson. I'm kind of paraphrasing this, but when he was talking about ambition, and because, you know, our society, you know, we're real big on just being ambitious, being ambitious and having drive, drive, drive. And we got to work and we got to hustle and we got to grind and we got to do all that type of stuff. Bill Johnson, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing it uh, the way that I kind of took it. He was like, matter of fact, let me just kind of say it the way that, that, that I received it and the way I have it now. Focus is greater than ambition. You can have all the ambition in the world, but what you want is focus. What we desire is focus, that, that, that one thing. Focus is greater than ambition, and the high calling is greater than achievement. I need to say that again. Focus is greater than ambition, and then the high calling is greater than the marks or what people describe, you know, as achievement on this earthly level. Yeah, so, 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 so it's rubbish. Not saying that you can't have it, but I'm saying it's weight in comparison to the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, that's what we want. So that's the kind of mark we want. We want that mark on our heart. We want that mark on our lives. And we want that mark for us in heaven. Because there's going to be all kind of marks that society try to pull on, put on you. Identification marks and shucks. Just even eventually it'll be the mark of the beast. But no, no, we press toward the mark. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, we press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So someone just say right now, Lord, I am pressing in for this mark. I am pressing in for this mark. This is the mark that I want. This is the mark that I want, that I'm pressing into for my life. And so I want to encourage you just to let you know right now, as we've got this grace to be able to be in this zone, as we have this grace now that God is blessing us with the focusing, and that focusing, of course, it'll be suffering, but that suffering actually produces something uh, uh, great. And it actually doesn't even compare uh, to, to, to the glory uh, that, we'll, that, that that's working in us and that's working for us. Yeah. <laughs> but I said all that to say this to let you know that, you don't have a regular calling. Oh, this might be news for somebody, but somebody's been feeling this the whole time. But I just want to let you know right now and just put a spotlight on the fact that you, yeah, you, 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 you. I almost kind of see that Uncle Sam picture for those that know the government, the gentleman with the hat and the white beard and all that pointing that saying, I want you. I'm doing that same motion, just letting you know, hey, you have a high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 
Yes, you do. You have not just a regular calling. You have a high calling, a high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And so the Lord's saying, hey, now, now that things are being reset, now, now, hopefully by now, after this year, I have your attention. I have your gaze. So now that I have your gaze, now let me bless you with focus. People have talked about vision. Great. Now that you've kind of seen some things, now let me give you some focus. Now let me give you some clarity. Now let me make sure that you stay um, um, stay locked in on the high calling and not pulled aside from, from this way and not pulled aside from, from that thing and not being distracted because we've been far distracted for far too long. No, but we're going to gaze into his eyes, the fiery eyes of our Savior. <laughs> and that fire is going to be a light and that light's going to be able to show some things like we've never seen before. And guess what? Some people are going to have some decisions to make. And it's okay. Some people are going to suffer because of decisions that they have to make. And it's okay. That's part of that pressing in. That's part of, guess what? Staying in a zone, being in a zone is uncomfortable. And then when you're in that zone and then you're flowing in it, guess what? It could also be off-putting to other people that aren't in a zone. Well, man, why are they just so whatever, whatever? It's like, look, man, I'm not whatever, whatever, but I'm just focused right now. I'm focused, and we're not going to let the enemy steal any more time. Yeah, no, 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 no. But this one thing I do, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Man, does that mean I'm going to leave some people? Absolutely. Have I left some people? Yes, I have. Still pray for them. Still love them. Still love them. It's okay. But forgetting those things which are behind and I'm reaching for. Not that I've already apprehended. But I know some things that Christ has apprehended for me. And guess what, man? We are going for it. It's on. One thing, prophet, she encouraged me. She was like, you know, son, I just what God has put, put, put in your heart, she said, go for it. Man, I'm just feeling the weight of even that right now, just even that coming out of my mouth. She said, go for it. So I want to relay, relay that same message to you, what God has placed upon your heart. That one thing, because guess what? That one thing has layers. But don't even try to overthink all that, all that. No, 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 no. The one thing, the one thing. The, God, show me that one thing. God, what is that first thing? What is that first thing? What is that first thing? We're going we're gonna to minister on this unity. We're going to minister on this focus because it's, it's, it's a depth to this. There's even, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a supernatural grace to this zone. Woo! I'm telling you, Jesus was focused. Jesus is focused. Guess what? He's still at the right hand of the Father interceding. Still. He's still in his ministry. That's his thing right now. In the midst of all that that has taken place in heavenly, the Bible says that he's still at the right hand of the Father interceding for who? You. Interceding for who? Me. Man, we got Jesus himself praying for us. Jesus himself is praying for you. And the spirit of God, you know, is his, his ministry in this earth realm and moving. And they're all, guess what? They are all one. Father, son, spirit, unity, focused, one. Let me continue on. Verse 15. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, that means mature, be thus minded. Meaning we're going to have this mind. 
And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. I'm going to stop at verse 16. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. And let us mind the same thing. So we're not just going to be caught up in and be so earthly minded. Let me tell you right now, you are not going to be earthly minded. So because, oh, yeah, I'm going to say this because some people listen to so much news and don't realize how distracted you've gotten in the spirit. And have gotten off and, and can't even hear the one thing. And it might even seem like it's a good thing because you're, quote, unquote, staying informed. And can I put a miss in parentheses in front of that? <laughs> Some people listen to so much. I remember I looked at just something even on, uh, you know, just the news articles on the phone. And, and I just saw COVID, 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 COVID. I was like, wow. Or politics, 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 politics. Forgetting those things which are behind. Because really, unless you're a politician, then your position really should be prayer. <laughs> it's prayer. Because many people start to talk and start to complain and all that. Complaining ain't getting you nowhere. And we consume all this kind of stuff and, and, and get distracted. If it doesn't have anything to do with the mark that is on your life and the high calling of God in Christ Jesus for you, then guess what? You got to forget those things which are behind. You think Jesus is right now and, 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 his, and his prayers are consumed with what's going on uh, even in our society? No, he's praying from an eternal perspective that all these things are working together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called. We got that high calling, right? And are called according to his purpose. According to whose purpose? His purposes. That's what he's praying out. He's praying out what he's called out. And what he's called out is his purposes for your life. And he's saying, hey, come up. Focus. Focus. So somebody just say, Lord, I repent for where I have been distracted. Lord, and I thank you for the grace to focus in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And our level of devotion. Mm. Yeah, our level of devotion is going deeper. That's strong, but it is so good. If you, yeah, that we may know him, right? That's got to be first, foremost, priority. That we may know him, that we may know him, Lord, that we may know you, that we may know you, that we may know you. That, oh, I just hear this. That should always be the number one goal every single year while we are living, while we are breathing every single day. Lord, that I may know you, that I may know you. Yeah. <laughs> and so now what we do, we corporately, we together, we as a ministry, we as believers, we as disciples, followers of Christ, we have, we walk by the same rule. Yeah. And we mind this same thing. Uh, we, yeah. We don't get our minds off of this. We don't get our minds off of this. This is our number one, our primary, our one pursuit. This is our one thing. And then out of that, God begins to cause that alignment, that focus, and things begin to come into order. That's what's happening. That's what's happening for those that press in, though. Because if you don't press in, guess what? 2021 will wind up being like 
in a different kind of way, but it'll still be 2020, which will still be diff- will still be like 2019, 18, 17. No, but again, I just say this, that, that that's not going to be you. That's not going to be me. That's not going to be us. Why? Because we are pressing in in the name of Jesus. So somebody just say just by a declaration of faith, say, Lord, I'll receive this one thing. Yeah, I'll receive this one thing. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for blessing me with focus in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the high calling. I'm pressing in for this mark. Oh, yeah, even as we prepare to step into this 2021 year. Yeah, we got this one thing. In this 2021 year, Lord, we got this one thing, and it's going to be Focus and it's going to be fruitful and it's going to be productive and it's going to be powerful like never before. Yeah, because there's going to be such a potency that takes place because of the focus, because of the consistency. And this ain't this ain't just New Year, January hype. No, this ain't hype. This is supernatural. Yeah, can we just pray in the spirit for a little bit about this? Sokombre maha. Yeah, the one thing, the one thing. <laughs> the one thing that God says, hey, I am blessing you with it. I am blessing you with the weight of this one thing. Yeah. Yep, and just like how Paul was just so burdened in love for the church of Philippi, part of that high calling, you're gonna be, you'll, you'll begin to hear, uh, yeah, like Paul, the Macedonian call of the people that your one thing is assigned to. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Some will begin, as you press in, you'll begin to hear the Macedonian call and then that burden of love for the people that one thing is assigned to. Because guess what? That one thing isn't just for you. You press into it, but then it begins to bring about transformation and, and, and revelation and truth and hope and life and strength for other people as well. And that one thing, guess what? It doesn't even have to be, quote, unquote, big, big, big. But if it's that one thing, then it's big in the kingdom. That's what matters. Yeah. Yep. I just, I just got to say that one more time. Someone will just begin to hear the Macedonia call. Your, quote, unquote, target audience. <laughs> your, quote, unquote, people group. Your, quote, unquote, demographic. It'll just begin to be a focus. It'll begin to be a clarity. And don't be afraid. Don't worry about the credentials or, or resume, what kind of experience. Guess what? Grace and experience in him is so good. Being with Jesus, knowing him is so much better. Y'all remember those disciples that people observed? And they were like, man, these are unlearned men, but we can tell that they've been with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's the mark that we want. That's the resume of, of, of being in his presence and hearing him that, that we are building because we are focused on him. We focus on you first, God. So, yeah, we just lift our hands right now, God. We thank you, God, that we focus on you. And we thank you, God, for how you just began to speak to us. This one thing, Lord, yeah. <laughs> Even after the shaking of this 2020 year, God, there is one thing that remains. And, of course, Lord, we know that it's you. But then even what you've placed on the inside of us, God, Lord, it is still there. And we thank you, God, even as you've dealt with our womb. (laughs) 
this month, God, that it is coming forth this year. It is coming forth this season in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, some of y'all just even to help, uh, just even to help uh, for clarity, even in this one thing and even in that pressing, uh, it'll be a groaning out of the spirit. Yeah, just groaning out of your spirit. Yeah, that's what some people, I'm just hearing, hearing that right now. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, so some people just need to, even for uh, uh, tomorrow, while people are having these celebrations and things of that nature, some people just need to be groaning <laughs> and just birthing some things forth for those that desire to stay up later and just to see the clock strike 12 and things of that nature. Man, some people just need to be groaning and birthing some things forth in the spirit so that way that baby just comes forth. Hallelujah. Yeah, God, we bless you for it. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Lord, and we're excited. We thank you, God. God, and we thank you, Lord, that is you who graces us to press. We can do nothing without you. Lord, so it is you who graces us to press for the mark of the high calling of you in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for this one thing, God, and for the things that are being broken off, the chains that have been hindering people, the distractions, God, that have been getting people off balance, God. We thank you, Lord, that the fingers of the enemy are broken in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Lord, that we may know you. Yeah, just somebody to say, just let the Lord know, Lord, I want to know you more. And he wants you to know him more. And he says, I am so going to honor that quest, that request. Oh, oh yeah, I just kind of hear that because he says, Lord, I'm so going to honor this. Wow. I'm so going to honor this request for those that really mean it from the heart saying, Lord, I want to Lord, I want to know you more. And I just kind of hear what he said to Solomon, because you have not asked for your enemies, because you have not just asked for influence, because you've not even asked for riches. Those things which other men pursue. As you pursue me, I'll bless you. As you stay focused, I'll bless you with those things because you have your one thing right. Yeah. God, so we want to know you more, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, one thing. Some of y'all habits are going to change like never before because you're going to be like, man, I've tried so long to try to change this habit and change this habit. There's going to be such a grace this month. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, that thing has, I just feel a shift. I just, there's just been a change. I haven't had a desire for those old things. Why? Because you've forgotten about them. Yeah, you, you still got to press into him. Yes. But then that's where, as you press into him, that's where that zone will be able to come in. Next thing you know, you're on first base. Next thing you know, you're on second base. Next thing you know, you're on third base. Next thing you know, you are hitting not just a home run, but a grand slam. That's that kind of zone. Come on. That guy spoke, an apostle just kind of blasted through and just, you know, established some foundation. But I know it's the kingdom of God. And that's what we're just going to continue to lay emphasis you will not fail. Success is part of the high calling. His success is part of the high calling. You, ooh, yep. 
I just say this, you are marked for it. You are marked for success in him. Yep. Yeah. So now we're all of the same mind. So, Father, we bless you for the sealing of this moment. God, even as we prepare and even as we enter into a 2021 new year, Maha Maha. God, we bless you. We bless you for your faithfulness in this 2020 year, the things that we have learned, the things that we've grown through, God. The things that, that even, the, God, we bless you, Lord, for the wisdom that we've even gained, God, even from some of the mistakes, God, but we've learned from it. Even from some of the successes, God, that we've learned from, God. But now, Lord, we say, Lord, we even forget those things which are behind. Because you've got some greater things that are ahead, God. And we just reach out. We reach out for you. We reach out for you, God. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> we reach out for you, God. Hmm. And we thank you, Lord, that by your grace, you'll continue just continue by your spirit, Lord. We give you permission. We invite you to continue to repeat those things, Lord, even if we kind of drift and stray, Lord. We give you permission right now, even before January 1st gets here, we give you permission right now to bring us back. If we get off track, if we get out of the zone, God, we give you permission right now. We speak to our spirit that you will stay on track. We speak to our soul that you will stay on track. Bless you, Lord, for this year, for the things that you've cut off in, and for the reset. Lord, and we say we are ready. We are ready. We are ready to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are ready to run. We are ready to receive, and we are reaching for new things and for the right relationships and covenant partners and all of that stuff, God, as we are pressing into you. Yeah, God, we, we hear the Macedonia call, God, but even before that, we hear your call first because you spoke to Paul first. <laughs> Yeah, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Just continue to pray just in the spirit just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Yeah, God, just begin to touch bodies right now. <laughs> just begin to touch bodies right now. Um, and I just believe that testimony uh, that, I, that I shared, just a little bit of one of the testimonies that came forth was someone that even when we talked about um, being prostrate before the Lord and, and uh, meet me on the floor, that was a series that God gave us and just being prostrate before him and how someone just shared how, I guess, physically they weren't able to do that because of the joints and they weren't able to bend bend down but God so uh, but they had a heart to be able to do that just to be able to worship God in that manner <clears throat> and God touched their body and they were able to bend down and be prostrate before the Lord but I just said that to say this what I just kind of just saw just even joints areas again um, Lord even as we are reaching forth that's that that was the connection to it even as we are reaching forth 
Because to reach, it just takes a movement of, 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 of joints to be able to reach. Yeah, so let me, let me go first with the physical. God, I thank you, Lord, for just touching joints. Whatever the joint, God, whatever the joint. Lord, may your supernatural, yeah, may your supernatural touch that area, that one area in the name of Jesus, shoulders, fingers, wrist, knees, hip sockets. Yeah, God, just begin to touch joints where there's a connection point, God, where there's a connection from one uh, to, to another because that's part of unity. God, I thank you, Lord, for just unifying and let there be healing in that joint, in that joint area, in that joint area, in that joint area, God, so that way there's just whole connection. <laughs> that one thing, God, let there, if there's been any inflammation or nerve damage, God, I speak to that now in the name of Jesus and decree your wholeness, decree health, Decree life and vitality and restoration and filling and fluidity of motion, God. We take authority of inflammation and that which is hindered. God, I thank you for just uh, restoring cartilage. Yeah, restoring cartilage in the name of Jesus and that which man has done to the best of their ability, Lord, but still wasn't all the way right, God. I thank you, Lord, for your supernatural that you're just superimposing right now, just healing to those joint areas in the name of Jesus. Some of y'all can just begin to just begin to test those areas out right now. Yeah, we just we're just gonna continue to press into that because you know, as there's this breakthrough from one to another, one to another, we're just gonna continue to press in. And we thank God for that testimony. Glory to God. God, and we continue to press into this this now for those physical joints. Because I know, uh, and this is the other thing that I'm just praying now. I'm not going to pray too much about this. But, Lord, now even for the spiritual joints, how each joint supplies, we thank you, God, that that's coming forth. Even this month, in Jesus' name, for the people, each joint supplying, that's coming forth. <laughs> Healing of joints. People that have been wounded. Even, yeah, people that have been wounded and hurt. Yeah, it's going to be healing of joints coming together. People that have felt displaced in the body of Christ and, and, and just even ministry-wise, yeah, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be in your right place and, and able to supply. Or, and even that which is coming forth is, is, is coming forth in this year because you're going to be focused. <laughs> yeah, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And some of y'all even feeling some things even on the chat. Just begin to put something down in the chat or, or, or yeah, just begin to just put it down. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, we bless you, God. We thank you for healing, for life, for restoration, God. And we thank you, Lord, for blessing us with focus. We're going to press in, God. But we receive that word. We lay hold of that word. And we thank you, God, that, uh, that you'll speak to us. Even if we're out of focus, we're open to quick correction. <laughs> <laughs> in Jesus' name. And we're going to have fun this year. In Jesus' name. Come on. We're going to have fun this year. Getting on first, getting on second, getting on third, hitting that grand slam home run. Guess what? Some people was hating Apostle. Some people were even hating them, saying racial slurs and things of that nature. But guess what? The team, the team was like, Yes. And so we, we, we are of the same mind. And so we're going to cheer one another on. Yep, like never before in this one thing. Individually, we're going to encourage each other. And then even corporately as a body. And then I just say this. If you don't have a, you know, as I mentioned it, if you don't have a ministry to call home, uh, whether you are local 
or even at a, at a distance, then, hey, we'd love to receive you in Jesus' name. You can even let us know in the chat. It's like, hey, you know, I want to join Abounding Grace. I want to connect uh, with this family. I want to connect with this body. You know, God is doing some things. God is blessing. Yeah, and we are being set up like never before for such a time as this. Uh, but we'd love to receive you. <laughs> you know, as a member, as a part of this fellowship. And, of course, you can go to our website and, you know, has our contact information for more information uh, to connect that way. And then I need to say this. If you've never prayed to receive Jesus Christ into your life as Lord and Savior, or if you got off focus, if you got off track this year, then I, this, this year just because of sometimes life circumstances just weighs on people so much, and it's like, man, you know what? Whatever, whatever, whatever the case, then this moment right now, this is your night. This is your moment. They say, hey, Jesus, you, I want to know you even more. And I know you have a high calling for my life. I'm not running anymore because some people have been running and God caught you this year. <laughs> some places you would try to go to and normally go to. I'm just cracking up even for uh uh, December 31st, how some people would go to church and then go to a club afterwards in celebration. Guess what? They can't do that this year. <laughs> Ain't nobody clubbing this year or shouldn't be clubbing this year. Yeah, no. God says, now that I have your attention. So he has your attention and you're just saying, yes, Lord. I, I'm yielding my life. I'm just saying yes to you. Lord, I'm not going to try to do this in my own strength, Lord. I thank you for your grace to help me. Just follow me in this prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me so much, even in spite of me, you love me. Even in spite of me, you died on the cross for my sin. And I thank you that you rose with all power, and that power gives me a new life. That power gives me focus. That power gives me life eternal. I thank you for loving me. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I commit it to you. And I thank you for helping me to live for you by your grace. In Jesus' name, glory to God. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe you rededicated, maybe you recommitted your life. Because uh, some people have thought, well, man, well, anyways, doesn't matter. We forget those things which are behind, right? No matter what the sin, you forget those things which are behind. God says, hey, I love you. And we love you too. And so we want to know, we want to be able to celebrate God with you and celebrate for his, what he's doing in your life. You don't have to feel anything. You can just know it according to his word in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. And so I encourage you to go to our website as well at agfwc.org. And then you can contact us, and we want to be able to bless you with a resource and then encourage you as well. We want to connect with you because this walk in, in, in Christ, is, it is not an isolated thing. No one is to do this life alone. And so we want to bring you into community and help you grow and make sure that you stay connected to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Well, I'm telling you what, it is on this year, and I can't tell you how much it is on, but I'm telling you it is on. God is breathing. God is doing some things. God is providing. This year has been, uh, you know, it's just been some, some, some great things that have taken place. We, we've grown uh, some things we, we've learned and, and grown from, and we're all the better for it. But even as we step into this 2021 year, somebody just say, it's on. <laughs> 
And if you're watching this with somebody in the room, you just turn to them and just look at them in the eyes. Focus your eyes on them and just say, hey, it's on. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let me just say this one other thing. Because I just saw that as soon as I said focus on the eyes. So just some of you, just lay your hands upon your eyes. I just believe that even as we talk about focusing, and I'm, I'm just saying this who someone who I didn't realize it, but I found out from doctors that I have, like, excellent vision. And so I thank God. I was like, God, I didn't even know. Um, but I just believe that, as, as I mentioned, just focus your eyes on that person. Now you just begin to touch your eyes because some people, um, I just kind of saw this illustration earlier before tonight, how Jesus touched that, that man who, who was actually blind. And then he spoke to him and, you know, laid hands on him once. And then he was like, what do you see? And he was, in essence, he was like, look, I see men you know, kind of like dimly, almost like as trees. But then as, as God laid his hands upon him again, you know, he was able to see clearly. And so uh, I just speak right now to your vision, to your natural sight. We're going to talk about the spiritual focus, and we talked about that tonight and, and all that. But even to your natural sight, I just speak to that right now. If there's been any glaucoma, floaters, uh, dimness, I just speak... Uh, um, God, that you just begin to just move upon their vision in the name of Jesus, cataracts. God, you just begin to move upon their vision in the name of the spots. God, you just begin to move upon their vision, upon their natural sight. God, I thank you, Lord, for healing. I thank you, God, for just improvement, just for just some clarity on some things, God. In Jesus' name, that their ability to focus and see some things, some people are going to be reading and realize and kind of just be like, man, you know, I normally read with these glasses and you're going to take them off and be like, man, you know, I, it's like, man, I'm just I'm starting to see this better without my glasses. Somebody's going to have that testimony. Glory to God in Jesus name. So I agree with those that are just believing for that as well. Hallelujah. Well, let's get ready to show uh, this. This is already we, we, we are just stepping into some new things. Uh, we not wait until January 1st. We've already stepped into some new things right now in Jesus' name. And so we want to just, just establish uh, just a strong seed uh, for this year. So I just want to encourage you to sow uh, like you've never sown before. Sow a seed that sets you up for this year. So just sow a seed. Some people, <laughs> some people, uh, oh, okay, so let me just speak to another thing real quick. Uh, just even for those that have had stigma of eyes, thank you, Holy Spirit. See, we flow with the Holy Ghost. For those that have had stigma of eyes and eyes that have been twitchy and things of that nature, that there's going to be healing of that in Jesus' name. For those that have experienced dry eyes, that God's just going to supernatural. This is supernatural. That God's just going to do some, some, some moisturizing. And some of you be like, well, man, why am I crying? Why am I crying? One, it'll be our worship uh, out of the Spirit. But then also as we worship, you know, we talked about that. We worship God in spirit. Even out of your worship, and as you're, as even as those tears are offering, it'll also be be, be healing. So it'll be a twofold kind of healing. Even as you just begin to cry and worship, it'll be healing of your spirit, but then also those tears will begin to be healing of eyes as well too. Thank you, Holy Ghost. What a specific word. I never saw that or said that before, but thank you, Lord. Yeah. Okay. So now back to the giving. Some people, you know, have been been impressed and been concerned about you know the stimulus check. Well, man, for, for those, I, again, I want to encourage you for those, whether it's hit the account or for those believers, like, Lord, I, whatever, man, tithe. <laughs> Go ahead and bless God for that 10%. And then give an offering. And then, you know, so that, that could be, man, what a, what, a, what a seed that the government will provide that, that, um, that you can use that God can breathe upon to set up this year. 
Yeah, in Jesus' name. Some of y'all are like, man, I'm checking my accounts to see if that thing hit yet. <laughs> but e either way, I just, again, say, you know, we just encourage, you know, to do it with a cheerful heart. I'm doing this excited, excitedly. You know, you know, my, my, my wife and I, we were able to sow a significant seed, and we just thank God uh, for being able to do that. And I'm like, God, I like this. Lord, I want to continue to give like this like never before. And, and, you know, it's like, Lord, we're going to sow this amount? But it's like, yeah, we've never sown an amount the way that we've sown before. And I was like, whew, yeah, God, let's do this. And, and, and here's the thing. Yeah, it was an amount. And we know that there's things where, uh, you know, of course, here's the stuff. Because the government will, will, will tax. The government will tax. But, no, we still honor God. I'm not going to be like, well, man, I'm going to see whatever the government takes and then whatever's left over, then, you know, I'm going to give based off of that. No, I'm going to give based upon the increase that God gives because he's the one that blessed the whole, right? Right? He's the one that blesses the whole. So uh, that, that's, just, that's just a heart thing. That's just a heart thing. And so we, this, this is how I know we're just being set up and you're being set up. If I'm being set up or we're being set up as a ministry, then guess what? From our house to yours, you're being set up. Press in. So let's get ready to give. The way in which you can give, because uh, some of y'all is like, look, I'm ready to go. Let me, let me release the sowers, release the givers. The ways in which you can give, you can text to give. That number to text to give is uh, 77977. That's 77977. And then you want to put in the message, AG Family. All one word, and then hit send and follow the prompts from there that show up on your cell phone. Of course, you can send a check as well. We will gladly receive, and we pray over these seeds as well. Um, and, of course, that's the mailing information that you see. And a website, we have the Get Give tab as well. So you can do that. We're cheerful givers. Cheerful givers. Somebody just say, even as you're saying, thank you, Lord, for this 2020 past 2020 year but Lord now I'm forgetting those things and I'm reaching Lord and I thank you Lord that this 2021 is going to be um, just a, a just a great year and guess what even this first quarter I believe well yes yeah, oh it's, yeah it's going to be some challenges it's going it, it might be bumpy from that from the external perspective it'll be some bumpy and shaking you know from the world but as for us <laughs> as we press in Guess what? There's protection. And you can just go to Psalms chapter 27 when David says, one thing uh, that I desire the Lord that which I seek. He talks about how God will hide him. So that's, that's just for you to just kind of digest um, just even for this first quarter of the year. But as we give, let's just say this. We're going to do offering reading number one because God has just been blessing. There's just been testimonies and windfall and increase this year. I couldn't even share all of it, uh, but it's been happening. Just say as, as we release this seed, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, you see it, we can say it together. We are believing you for jobs and better jobs, prospering businesses, raises and bonuses, benefits, signed contracts, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, Direct deposits, <laughs> gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all my financial needs. 
that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, amen. We know that that's just going to continue to happen. And so I just want to say in advance, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Uh, and of course, you know, this, this is, you know, we've marked this night to be able to do this and to honor God and, and look back and, and as well as look forward for this new year. Again, I just want to encourage uh, for those uh, that still uh, desire to stay up late and just to see the, the, the turning of the clock, so to speak, uh, just do so in prayer. You know, have your family do so in prayer. Thank God and um, do so in consecration. Come on, we talked about consecration in the fear of the Lord, but then also know that there's some things that are, that are already at work being birthed forth. So stay in the zone and uh, we're going we gonna, we gonna to stay on this one thing. Amen. So just lift your hands right now <laughs> and be sure to share this word. Be sure to share this word as well, too. You know, so we're, we're a day ahead, so to speak. But, yeah, that's how we're going to be. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace and go forth in it. We will see you on this Sunday. Happy New Year. Happy New You. Let's focus. Let's get it. It's on. God bless you.